Welcome to episode 183 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Right, guys, welcome along to episode 183 of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How you going, mate? Very good. And you? <coughs> just, just losing my voice. Yeah, nice. It's puberty, finally. 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 <laughs> Today's show is proudly brought to you by coffeesofaway.com. Oh, now we've got some good news on them, haven't we? We have got good news. Oh, and trybuys.com. Spin the crank. I'm pretty sure spin the crank's we'll spin still going. It. I'm sure we'll it will be. Spin it and win it. Athlinks.com. Uh, social networking for insurance athletes and all your tracking results and needs. Uh, what have we got on the show this week, Joe? We've got some news. We've got uh, Age Group of the Week. We've got a high five. Oh, no, I didn't delete those things. We've got news, Age Group of the Week, Website of the Week, and interview with Rachel Joyce. Rachel Joyce. Our good friend. Party. From the Kona party. Party animal Rachel Joyce. Party. <laughs> Her mum will be listening to this. She's not a party Sixth animal. place at Kona this year. Yeah, yeah. On debut. On debut. It's pretty awesome. Mm. So we're going to have her on the show. We're going to do that interview in about 20 minutes. So about 10 minutes, actually. But anyway, first of all, news brought to you by xtry.com. Get on there. Check out the news results. One of the best news sites for triathlon news in the world. And you always see a picture of us up there every week. Did you put a good one up last week? I didn't actually do it. Betsy from... Extra did it and she used the blue 70 helmet one. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. That's nice. not very good. But we need to give her some new ones, don't we? We do. Yeah. Okay, then uh, results. Ironman Florida happened last weekend and it was an interesting race because the favourite going into it on the female side of things was definitely Bella Comerford or Bella uh, Bayless. Bayless, get it right, Bev. And uh, she didn't win it. She didn't. I was a bit surprised about that. Uh, the names that, that took the race out were, were were names we're not massively familiar with. Sophie Goss has won a few big races, and, and you know, her time there was pretty respectable, 9.08, so that's mm. not bad for that course. Um, but still, you would have expected Bella to be right up there. She hasn't finished the year off in her usual fine fashion. You know, she had a bad race in Kona and has uh, had a, an average race there. You know, still third is third, yeah, but um, yeah. she would have been wanting to win. So Sophie Goss from Belgium took it out in 9.08, uh, Tamara Kozalina took it from Ukraine in 9.12 then Bella was another minute back in uh, 9.13 and on the guys side of things we also had a first time winner as well yeah we had uh, Luke McKenzie who seems to be racing quite a bit uh, he raced in Kona he, he had a pretty respectable race in Kona I think he was just outside the top 10 yeah he was he was close to it wasn't he he was, he was doubling up um, and he was leading off the bike um, but he got mowed down I think he ended up finishing maybe 7th or 8th somewhere about that and uh, on the guys side of things we had a 23 year old um, Estonian take it out never heard of him before Kirill Kochkingarov well, if he becomes a world champ we'll learn his name properly that's right <laughs> and the thing with Florida is I, I was looking back and I was, his time there was 8.25 and I thought mm, that's a, bit, a little bit slow for that course and there does seem to be quite a bit of variation in time I see you know one year there was an 8.08 next year there was like an 8.20 this year there was an 8.25 I think um, Stephen Bayless won it maybe there was an 8.23 so time soon seemed to vary quite a bit it wasn't you know you wouldn't say it's the strongest field in the, in the world Max, Maxime Kriat from Ukraine, 8.26 in second, and Massimo Kiagna from Italy in 8.28. Um, so we, the favourite was uh, Reynard Tissink. He came in 8th. Uh, he came 8th. Luke McKenzie was there as well. Um, and Justin Deal only managed uh, 12th, 12th place. Yeah, so, so there was a couple of you know, reasonable second-tier guys there, but um, 
uh, we're seeing, starting to see in, in short course and now in long course a bit more of the Eastern European athletes coming through. The, the Russians in short course triathlon are just uh, really starting to kick up. Oh, really? There's quite a lot of them coming through. And we, you know, there's, here we've got a Ukrainian. To, yeah, that's can, new, isn't can, it? Because they've never really been big on triathlon, have they? Not at all. So I wonder what's brought triathlon into the into the country. It's an Olympic sport and there's um, money and it's relatively easy to, to make a living out of it. Um, you know, what you know, Western countries may not think is a great living. If you just get across into Europe and do you race every weekend, but like the big man does, uh, yeah. you know, you can make a, a probably a much better living than what you do you would if you were just doing a, a, mafia. a regular mafia job <laughs> in Russia. So, you know, you've got Estonians, Ukrainians here. Um, I think we're probably going to start seeing a lot more of that, and uh, and I th- wouldn't be surprised if we start to see the Russians um, coming up to Ironman distance as well, but because it's short course, they really are. Yeah, it, was, it was another huge field there, two, nearly two and a half thousand competitors. You look at the, the beachfront there; it looks pretty oh, crazy, doesn't it? It'd be carnage. Yeah, it would have been carnage. So, uh, <laughs> well done to anybody who had finished off their season in Florida. We also had the Silverman on, and which is good because they actually had a thousand competitors as well. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty cool racing for them, and we have some winners here. Claimed as being the toughest uh, half iron, well, toughest iron man in, in the states, Amy Bottenberg won the women's race in eleven thirty two, while last year's age group winner Chris Williams won the overall silver man title this year in perfect weather conditions. Yep, thousand um, um, athletes. The French pro um, pro athlete Rod de Carroll led Williams second out of the water by eight minutes and went on to stretch the gap to 20 minutes in T2. Um, but onto the run, Williams set about running down the leader and made the pass at mile 15. Williams went on to win in 10.19. Jeez, if you've got 20 minutes off the bike, yeah. you, you, you're probably a little bit confident, aren't you? Well, he didn't even finish second. Um, Vincent Matteo um, came in second in 10.57 and head of Timo um, Kyleon. So he must have failed big time. Yeah, That's what happens if you push you go a little too bit. Hard court, don't you? Yeah, it's pretty easy to lose half an hour on the run. Uh, it's not a good thing. And we also had the battle to beach to battleship, but they haven't got the results up yet. Poor, weak effort. Weak effort. Looks like it's a bloody nice website, and they've got a cool little promo there, but they couldn't manage to get the results. So that's the second year in a row, Bevan. They didn't obviously didn't listen last well, year. Well, sort your crap out, eh? Because next year, if you haven't got results, we're not going to talk about you. That's right. <laughs> uh, Wanaka Camp. If anybody in New Zealand or, or anywhere actually um, is interested in doing a triathlon camp down in Wanaka, we've got a guy, Andrew Abercan, who we've had on the show once before. He's running a camp down there in a few weeks' time. I think it's the first week of... December. Um, just pop me an email if you're interested in finding out more about that. It's about a six-day camp based in Wanaka, checking out a lot of the course. And uh, yeah, nice, know. nice, nice. Okay, so coming up this weekend, well, it's a big one because we've got the World 70.3 Championships, the most important race on the triathlon calendar. That's right. <laughs> it's Sh- the number one. Should it be called? I don't know. It's 70.3 champs, and I guess it's no, the no, World 70.3 champs, John. Yeah. So. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do, what happens this year. Whether it's another draft fest, I well, suspect it probably will be. Nothing's changed, so why wouldn't it be? Yeah, so I thought, well, um, I'll have a look at and see what they did with regards to wave starts. Um, and uh, they're they're starting every five minutes. Uh, they've split a couple of the age groups in half, um, like the, the men's sort of thirty-five to thirty-nine and thirty to thirty-four, something like that. They've split in half, so I think that that's a good thing. Um, we heard recently at the World Long Distance Triathlon Champs they didn't have any draft 
having issues uh, and, and I looked at how they split the field up there and it was pretty similar. They weren't doing any um, larger gaps in that. So I think what it's going to boil down to is the fact that they've got 1,800 people racing and I just think it's too many. I think that the World Long Distance Champs have had a lot, lot, lot less than that. So I think but that's because it's kind of not a big event really, is it? It's it's yeah. Like, the, the dilemma for them is really that they obviously want more athletes here. Mm. So it's more about how can they manage it in a way that's not such a draft. Eighteen hundred is too many. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I mean, uh, it's they're just about give away the slots at some. And they have three or four races throughout the day. <clears throat> but I just think well, it's supposed to be the world championship. Why don't you get the best athletes in the world and forget about the guys that are um, also runs? Just just make it a smaller field. Maybe say a thousand athletes. Um, don't have every race as a qualifier. Just have certain races as a qualifier. Get the best of the best there and make it a, a world champs and uh, less numbers and make it a quality event. And that might solve some of the drafting issues and it, spread the field out a bit more. I can't seem to find the field. Do you know who's racing? Uh, I did look at the field. Um, it just looked like the same bunch from last year. Um, you know, Terenzo was seeded number one. I can't see anybody who raced um, Hawaii winning it, um, so I wouldn't be surprised if we saw an, an ITU athlete just come through and take it. <laughs> not, not that you're you biased. Not that I'm biased. <laughs> so, we'll wait and see what happens. So the thing with that race is um, so many people, and we've, this is why I didn't pull up the, the start list, is you always have so many people on the list and half yeah, of them don't turn up. Yeah, so don't turn up. I'm, I'm sure Craig Alexander will be listed down there. I bet he's not racing. Um, so you know, I think we'll just, just wait and see what the results pull out. Okay, so, so Arizona and... The Ironman season is coming to a close. Um, we've got Ironman Arizona, I think, next weekend, and Cozumel, which is a new race uh, the and, weekend after. Yep. Both sold out, and that's the end of the WTT, WTC season. Oh, no, you've got um, Western Australia after that. Yeah. Um, but there's no more WT, no more iron distance races outside of WTC races that I can see until Wanaka now. So really? Wow. A few months on the... Uh, on the that's pretty interesting. You kind of think, well, I suppose Christmas time kills it all, doesn't it? It does, you know, and it doesn't really. It's if it's it's getting too late for the northern hemisphere and it's getting too early for the southern hemisphere. So, so uh, Abu Dhabi triathlon's been announced, and good old Ferris has been out there working with all the rich men in in Abu Dhabi and actually set up a pretty cool concept for a race. He's he set up a race that's basically there's a few different versions of the race, but one of them's a three k swim, a two hundred k bike ride, and a twenty k run. And then the other version, the short version, is one point five k swim, a hundred k bike ride, and a ten k run. Seems to be set up for the uh, for the, the cyclists, the, the, eh? Uber, the Uber and cyclists. Yeah, but it's got some pretty good prize money, fifty grand. That's very good, two hundred thirty thousand um, US prize pool. And what's the other thing that's really interesting? That they're actually paying prize money for the winners of each age group, thousand mm, bucks US. Yeah, so it's nice. So I think um, one of the I was reading through the press release here. One of the comments that Faris um, O'Sullivan made is they would shorten the run up a bit. A, because it's, it's bloody hot over there. Nice. And B, because, you know, if you have an early season Ironman, it's going to have a big impact on the rest of your, you know, yep. your backing, backing up and trying and to do more races. And this race is actually going to be raced in March, isn't it? Yeah. March so, the 13th, 2010. So I think by having a shorter race, you're probably thinking, well, some of the pro athletes or, or any athletes may come along and think, well, you know, it's it, easy it doesn't take as much out of me. I've only got to run 20K. It's probably going to be similar fatigue levels as if I did a half Ironman. Sure, the bike's longer, but that... Takes a bit out of you on the day. But, but then the question is, for someone like, let's say someone like Alexander, who's a strong runner, 
you know, when he's thinking, well, if they're going to do 200 k and it's only 20 k, they get too much time on me on the bike. So what's the point? Quite possibly, but you, again, you're going to get, you may get more guys. You know, if we, if Chilborn Sinbali or Bjorn Anderson, somebody like that, he's saying, crap, man, I could get, you know, maybe a, you know, 10 minute lead. Yeah. Um, I've only got to hang on to that for 20 k. So it's it'll be a really, it'll be a different dynamic. Um, it's cool racer. for the sport, eh? Oh, it's good. Just some different stuff out there, eh? That money is that's got to be the second best money outside of Kona anywhere in the world. I'd say. I mean, um, I, I can't think of it. Anywhere that's got fifty thousand um, prize money first, most Ironman races a fifty thousand US total prize pool. Yeah, so it's two hundred. So I'm fascinated to see if we'll get a very good field. Like you think it will, and it's early enough in the season. Yeah, and, and as he's saying, like you know, a bike and a, a swim isn't going to hurt your body that much. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it's, it's. I just think for for a second tier pro, it's like a no-brainer. No brain, nice work there, John. Uh, we had a bit of a pause. As I was saying, that slow twitch is talking up, saying man, maybe Lance will attract someone like Lance Armstrong. I don't think fifty grand is really enough to attract no, Lance Armstrong. But I think the thing is, I've got the connections there with the team, with um, Ferris and, and his colleagues in that team, so they'll be able to persuade quite a few people to come along. So I think that's a really good move. I don't, know, I don't know how much of an initiative it is from Ferris, but it's good to see him actually putting his face to it and actually getting yeah, you know, some athletes actually initiating some ways to make some money. He's obviously knows some good connections in that part of the world. And, you know, there is money there, and, and they're using it in a way that's pretty great. The other thing that's really great about this race is it's pretty cheap to enter. $150 for the long course, $96 for the short course. So I think the deal is here. That's cheap, isn't it? <laughs> this, this, this event is not going to be turning a profit anytime soon. No, no. So I guess it's just they've got, they've got the sheiks there holding the bike. That's just their idea of having, uh, just trying to create a bit of PR for the area and um, a bit of, yeah. I wonder if many Europeans will do the trip. Would you? <laughs> I'd, I'd consider it. Yeah, I'm, I'm now, and as we'll discuss in a minute, um, I won't be racing any more WTC races anytime soon. So yeah. I mean, I'll be looking for different races uh, like this, and yeah, it appeals to Ooh, me. Oh, are you angry again? Are you I'm, doing not, it? I'm not angry. I'm just. Are we going to get a rant? No, we're not going to get a rant. But I'll, I'll state my position. Oh, he's going to state his position. Okay, John, well, let's move on to that position right now. World Triathlon Organization Corporation announces professional membership program. So we talked about this a while ago on the show. That they're basically... I'll read this out because it's not very long. Okay, John, where you go? To complement its recent anti-doping initiative uh, announced, WTC has created an Ironman Pro membership program. In an effort to standardize and enhance WTC's events worldwide, acceptance of the program will be mandatory for all professional athletes competing in future Ironman and 70.3 events. The program will officially begin in February. Uh, the launch of the Ironman Pro Membership Program on the heels of WTC's anti-doping initiative is another significant step towards the standardisation of Ironman events around the globe. The program addresses many issues facing pro athletes such as prize money, qualifying slots and size and quality of the field. The ongoing input and support from race directors is a testament to the importance of further establishing consistency in areas such as Heather Fuhr, blah, blah, blah. Uh, an annual membership of $750 US includes complimentary entry into all Ironman and 70.3 qualifying events worldwide within the calendar year and inclusion in WTC's anti-doping initiative. Well, that's, that's pretty much it. Well, that's actually not bad then, isn't it? Well, I think what they're doing, I think, is good and it's probably similar to what other sports do. Um, so you basically got to pay to get a pro licence and you, then you don't have to pay entry fees anywhere, which... Um, you know, the thing is, I'd say the, the more popular pro athletes probably don't pay entry fees anyway to get into races. But then again, the more popular pro athletes probably don't have to worry about $750, do they? That's true. Yep. Um, the downside is this. Well, well, they say here they're going to address prize money. And if, if, they, if they look after the athletes well with prize money, I think this is fantastic and I think it's heading in the right direction. It also obviously addresses the doping issue, which I think is fantastic. 
but let's wait and see if the prize money increases. Any races that I've looked at so far, the prize money has stayed exactly the same. For next year? Yeah, so if you're a pro athlete and you've got to pay 750 bucks, um, you finish 10th in a race, you only get 500 US at most races. So I think um, I think it's a good thing, but they've really got to bar up and get um, <laughs> and get some decent prize money going here. Well, I think, I think I'm kind of actually not so hard on this one because I kind of think the fact that you get the free entry kind of cancels it out for the second tier pro. If you're going to do two or three races a year... You know what I mean? Like you, you're probably going to save a bit of money on the steel. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, whereas if, if they're still paying for entries, I'll be well. That's just stink. But mm. you know, the fact that seven hundred fifty bucks covers your entries to all your races in seventy point threes. Well, you could probably do seven or eight races. Yeah, so I think for say, say the third tier pros, I think it's good because yep. if you're going to be doing more, if you like you said, if you're going to be doing more than Especially two races, point threes as well. Yeah, it's worthwhile for the second tier pros who often will get free entry. That's an extra 750 bucks they've got to spend. Yep. The top pros is not really going to make too much difference either way. So, I, and I think the thing is, on their side again, is that they are, it is about getting rid of the drugs, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And so that's a good thing. So I think it's a good thing as well, I agree. But I want to see some... If, there's, oh, if, if, I, you just go, if you just pay it and there's no changes to prize money and doping testing, then it's not a good thing. But what we saw in Kona was... Doping uh, testing was the pretty... The doping system was... They were doing a lot more testing, which well, is great. Although we heard no... Positive, yeah, you we? did have a bogey there, mate. Yeah, you got, you got it. Yeah, no, it's on the side of your nose. Get it. You got it. You got it. Just, just eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Double dog there. Oh, it tastes good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it's it's an interesting initiative, and I just hope that some change is going to happen for the pro athletes because we've got. Oh, some, I don't agree with the money. We've got like, some issues. You know, like uh, we always rate back to this one, but Aaron Baker, you know, twenty years ago, still same prize money, like. Mm. It's, it's a sad state of our sport. Mm. So um, if they can bring the money in. But I, I thought that the, the pro card was only going to be just a, a, something you had to pay. It was like an extra cost. But I do like the way that they've kind of taken away mm. you know, the entry fees. So my point that I was making before is for somebody like me who's not a pro and somebody like you who occasionally, yeah. occasionally goes as re-enters as pros, it's, uh, it's well, not going to happen. And somewhere. we don't race enough. No, as well. So, like, we might do an Ironman, but it might be one one well, a year. Yeah, one a year. So it's not going to be justifiable. So what you're going to see is you're going to see guys like. So that's us. going to change age group racing, isn't it? It's going to see us from, from pretty much age group. A, from pretty much a 25 year old yeah. through to about 40, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and and you'll see it probably more than you actually realise. You know, you'll see some some really good 40 plus guys. You know, guys like Greg Frain, who's yeah. the world champion. He often just races pro just because well, he's going to get the top 10. Why not? Yeah. Uh, so I think you're going to see a bit of a step up in, in a lot of the pro divisions because when. Age group, divisions, age group divisions. Age group divisions. When we often look at the pro start lists, especially in the States, they're big, man. And we, yeah. don't, we don't know a lot of the guys, and I'm sure a lot of them won't be um, won't be racing. Well, I suppose over in the States, you've got a lot of 70.3s. But for, for Kiwis and guys, we've only got one event in New Zealand. Yeah. It's not going to happen in Australia. There's maybe two events. Well, it was um, interesting. I went on the, the website the other day, and they had... Um, have we got it up here? Where's the Ironman? It's Ironman, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh no, they had all the slots for all the different races, mm. and uh, it was interesting to see what races have lots of slots, but ones like New Zealand had pretty much, I think it was what, the second, no, yeah, 75 in New Zealand, I think mm. it was, but it was only one of the races that had more, but then again, if you're in New Zealand now, you're going to get more of those guys, mm-hmm. you know, so to, to compete for those slots, it's actually got to be harder, isn't it? That's right. So it's, it is going to change age group racing, and it must suck if you're that guy who's, or guy or girl who's really trying to win your age group, and then, you know, some guys who have been racing pro, but now don't want to, mm. you know, it's going to be... But then again, just, they're not really pros, so, yeah, so tough titties. Tough, tough um, titties. Last, uh, and a couple more bits of news. We had an email through from the lovely uh, Neri Alexander, Craig's wife. There's um, In Australia, they've got a 
um, sort of performance awards thing across all sports, and they want people to get in there and vote for Craig because we want to see a triathlete on top. If you go to yes. performanceawards.com.au, get now in let's, there and let's, vote let's, for Craig. I am talking listeners, let's do this. You know why? Because no one ever votes for these things. No. You, know? you know what I mean? And so go on there, it'll take you two seconds of your day. We'll put a link to it on our website, which is imtalk.me. Remember, it's not ironmantalk.com and it doesn't work anymore. So make sure you update your links. But imtalk.me, and I'll put a link to that under our websites from this week's show. Go on there, vote for it. I'm going to do it right now, John. Okay. And I'll just stick this. So you, what, the other thing we want um, people to do is, as Bevan just said, if you have got any links on your websites, on your club websites, or anything like that, if it goes to ironmantalk.com, that no longer exists because I think I'm getting quite a few emails in saying, where's your website? Where's your website? Um, go Make that link to imtalk.me. Okay, who should we vote for the team performance of the year from Australia? Uh, Melbourne Storm, because I like league. Coach of the year? Craig going out of is a bit of a dork. Um, okay. So anybody... No, don't do Bart Cummings. Oh, who? Mark, Mark Thompson. Thompson. Just give him Mark Thompson. Young performer of the year, John. Who are we going to go for there? Uh... Don't know any of them. They've all got they've all got Russian flipping surnames. Uh, What's going Russians on? They're taking over Australia. Kentakovsky, Pichkovok, Rodjewski. Okay, and then I'm going to go. My first name's Bevan. Last name's Isles. Email is I am talk pod. I am talk podcast at gmail dot com. And mobile number. What's your mobile number? Oh two one eight six nine zero eight six. Terms of condition. Accept, register. Wait a second, I don't want their bullshit. So I've taken my name off that one. Okay, so go on there, do that, and then Craig Alexander will win, and it'll be good. I was actually on something from Chrissy the other day, and she actually won some big sports award in the UK. And look, voting has started. You can win $5,000. That's probably only for the uh, Australian residents. Well, but how will they know that? Is it just an us for your residency? That's right. Yeah, I can just give it to my mate who's over in Australia. Nice. Yeah. So, do that. <laughs> right news that's news we'll talk about discussion in a minute because we're going to go talk to Rachel oh yeah yeah don't worry my clock's fast this <laughs> week yeah I'm not sure what we were just talking about on the show but we just had Rachel Joyce on the show so coming up sometime soon and she was actually saying about Chrissy winning that's a big thing that she won wasn't it in the Sunday Sunday Times which is one, one of the, the bigger papers which is a, one of the and it's a really respected paper it's not like the bloody sun or something over in uh, oh really what's the sun sun is like the tabloid trash it's, really it's not not they, they love the tabloids over there, don't they? Do they? Why? Oh, really? Jeez. Anyway, so Chrissy is starting to make some inroads. I would still stay. It's very much a minority sport in the UK. I think you maybe think it's a little bit bigger than, than what it is. Oh, no, no, I, I get where it is, but but it is growing, mm. and it is getting, you know, well, they're performing, aren't they? Oh, so. They've got some quality athletes, you know. You've got dominating the short course worlds, um, dominating long course on the female side of things, so... Um, Look out for London. Well, Chrissy, I've seen Chrissy talking up that she's going to try for London for 2012. She's not going to have a shit show. I'll put that on the table right here. She even... She, 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 I think she'll she, win it. I she, think she'll get gold. She would struggle to even qualify. Oh, you, oh John, that's, an, that's a kick in the face. No, I'm just, just stating. She would, You're just saying, eh? You're just saying. She's putting it out there for discussion. Wow. Actually, we've got to... We've got to one thing I forgot to mention. Oh, John, you're all over the place, aren't you? I'm in Florida. Heath Thurston, epic camper, was first out of the swim. Oh, really? Yes. So Is he coming to this one? No, he's not. Oh, did he smash you when you did epic camp? Uh, in the swim events when he managed to stay on course, he did. Oh, he's all over the place, he was, was he? When he was off course. I think that's what he did in Florida. He actually that's went off course. That's why he won it. He's still, still first out, so good on uh, him. What was I going to say? So last week I talked about this discussion of the weekend. Well, we're going to do this week's discussion Oh, we should talk about it, don't you? Yeah, we should talk about this week's one. <laughs> okay, wait a second. I better pull it up. You talk about something, John, while I pull it up. 
So the discussion of the week was um, the Richard Kingsford special show. Oh, that's right. And it was uh, best training locations Athletes in the world. Athletics has got a lot faster, I have to admit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Telstra. Telstra advertising on Athletics. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make them pay. Okay. <laughs> you're there, you're provided. That means you're, you've just clicked on that. They made Athletics some money. The, yeah, yeah, but you've also... But I wanted to see what their latest phone line deal was, John. But you've also <laughs> just increased your and my phone charges because they're putting more into advertising. Don't now. you hate how All much you pay for internet? In New Zealand, now, I don't know, around the world, I don't know what you pay for your internet, but in New Zealand, I pay for 20 gigs a month and my phone line costs about $110. Yeah, it's the same as me. $110. Mm. It breaks your heart. I wouldn't, yeah, I, I'm like... For yeah, 20 gigs. That's the thing I was saying. I, I think that's a fair price, but as long if you had unlimited internet... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, you must go massively over yours. No, I don't. I, but I, I, I really have to control it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Control your internet spending. <laughs> well, twenty gigs is bugger all nowadays. If you go on YouTube, watch a few clips every day. It's yeah. like I get sick of seeing that picture. Let's click on that. Make them pay too. Then <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, just, it's, just it's one of these body shots, you know, marks Hollywood workout. And the thing is, the guy's just leaned up a little bit, sucked his stomach in, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's trying to charge him five million bucks for a product. <laughs> yeah, Mark, you're an idiot. Before and after, <laughs> <laughs> just suck your stomach in. Eh? Put a put a tan on. It's gold. So he deserves to. If you ever see that ad, make, click on it, make him pay. Um, <laughs> so back to athletes. So the discussion was. You've got to think about it, haven't you? Yeah, Margaret. I'm, oh, I'm not the only I just, one. It's just a ham, isn't it? It is. But who buys it? Well, obviously, someone does. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and so the discussion was what was it, John? Best training locations in the world. Well, Good best, old, best holiday location. Good holiday old Jason McKenzie. He's saying Austin, Texas. Hill country, bike lanes everywhere, great open water swims, venues. Uh, many trails and home of Sue Lance. A lot of people say um, Club La Santa, like Club La Santa in uh, Lanzagrotti. Also had Mel James. Well, that was from Andy. We better give Andy. Andy Brin Search. <laughs> sorry, Mel James had an interesting one. Back it up. Try this for an exotic training location, Gaza. Oh, here we go. While based in Israel, where I worked as a news cameraman, I would often have to travel to Gaza. That'd be a cool job. Do you even want to do that? Not in Gaza. But, if, but imagine the party stories you'd have. Oh, yeah. Imagine, you know, people go, oh, I work at a gym. Oh, really? I've eaten too much. I hate that. Yeah. Whereas if you said I was worked at Gaza, cameraman. Well, yeah, if you uh, lived. Uh, if you uh, lived. <laughs> I would often go and travel in the Gaza and spend uh, time there. Getting up early in the morning, I would often don the lycra for a run up and down the checkpoint near Yasser Arafat's old compound. Nice. Where his nervous kid would raise his AK-47 signalling the turnaround point. Nice, that's back a good turnaround point, isn't back it? Back to another checkpoint. If you don't run faster, they shoot you. I know, where another gun uh, again signals the turnaround and race either the donkeys or the horse carts back to the hotel. Nobody could fathom what the hell a mad westerner was doing running, unfortunately. Running is no longer advisable due to kidnap threat. <laughs> One serious bad location. That, that's hard ass, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Would you do that if you were in Gaza? No, I would not do that because I wouldn't be in Gaza and I wouldn't do it if I was there. I'd be on the. So we're in Gaza and someone came up to you and they said, "Look, John, I want you to come to Gaza for six months for two million dollars." I, I wouldn't be in Gaza. They'd have to. Okay, Skype, okay. They, Skype, they, me. Skype. Yeah. They yeah. say, "Look, Coach John, you're the best in the world. Mm. Best ever. Best ever. Best ever. 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 Give you two million bucks to come coach me in Gaza. You have to train with me outside running. I would have the paid escort and then I'll do it." I'd be, I'd, be think, I'd be a thinking man. I'd be, I think, is it Ben Score? I think he's got the name The Thinking Man. Oh, is See, I'm even remembering the nicknames now. Jeez, Mike Yeager, he's saying Claremont, Florida. It's a lot better than Gaza. Yeah. <laughs> the hills are real. The USA National Training Centre is there for swims and gym workouts. The family can pop over to Disney World while you go for an eight-hour bike ride. Do I need to explain Florida winters? They're the best, cool, and dry. Although, one thing about Florida, I've been to Florida, it is so humid. Right. And, and, and it's one of those places where... 
one minute it's beautiful and next minute it's torrential mm-hmm. yeah don't know, don't know. Uh, yeah. there's always grass is always greener isn't it and then you get there and it's like yeah. oh, there's a few tinges of brown here yeah Florida was yep. James Botel says Colorado Springs it offers flats rollers mountains and trails altitude lakes reservoirs quality athletes and great cycling and running events well good old Jay Waters saying Jeju Island Jeju Jeju is it yep. have you been there no but they have a South Korea Everything is great about this place. Weather, warm summers, can be hot and humid. So great to acclimatise for the heat, but nice evening mornings. Uh, lots of riding and undulating roads, lots of trails, great swimming on clean beaches, heaps of spas and saunas. Uh, well, they all go to get, there to get married. It's a big place where you go to get married, oh, really? Jeju Island. Yeah, and they, they do a big triathlon there each year. I'm not sure if Ironman Korea used to be there or not. Um, Were you considering getting married there? No, I wasn't. <laughs> but um, Jay's put, if people want to find out more, Jay's put a couple of links up there on Athlinks. Well, look out, Lodge is the place to get married where Porn got married. Right. Great. Uh, Mark Dixon, anywhere with hills. I live on the east coast of the UK and it's flat as pancakes. Scotland this summer and Cornwall last year gave me some decent climbs. Also trained in Mexico this year, which was bloody hot. Well, I'm getting a bit of shit here from David Rowe. If your name's Bevan, then it's probably stepping up to your local store at the Clinique counter for men. Uh, there's, a, there's a two for one special coming up at Clinique. Oh, no, gift, <laughs> gift, gift with purchase. And you know this. Well, Belinda knows this, so I thought I'd pass it on because you can't. Clinique, they do men's stuff. Don't they? And, hey, hey, guys. And you know that. No, but you know what? You know what? Maybe they do. But don't buy Clinique. Buy the cheap shit, Nivea and stuff like that. It's, it's been proven just as good. Right. Just as a good tip for the listeners who like it. Hey, you'll listen later in the show, and Rachel has some great advice. Mm. Um, he's actually saying Club La Santa in Lanzagrotti mm. warm weather 50 metre swim pool uh, running track gym food on site everything else you need for a warm weather training I considered vetoing this week's um, this week's discussion. discussion but I haven't really come up with a better one so Bevan's discussion will go this week I do get squeaky sometimes <laughs> When I get when I get one thing is I don't handle, handle confrontation very much, yeah. And so if it gets confrontation, I tend to start giggling. Mm. And so like let's say you get really angry at me, I start laughing at you, yeah. Which is not a good thing because like with my partners, when we have a fight, I start laughing at them, yeah. And it's just because I don't like confrontation, yeah. but they think I'm laughing at them, and I also get a little bit squeaky. Right. So yeah, that's that's not good. <laughs> but anyway, but it's actually because I've been teaching, and so I'm getting squeaky. But the squeakiness is going to go away right now. Why would you veto the discussion? Sounds like Beaker from. I'll discuss it next week. It does. I'm not too fussed about it. So it's not important to you. No. Okay. But let's do it anyway. Well, the discussion is uh, when I was in Kona, I was talking to somebody, and they were saying that they feel it's a little bit insulting to have the U.S. Navy as one of the main sponsors of Ironman, and um, and in some ways I could see the point. In some ways I can see why it's a catch twenty two. You know, Navy is. Let's come in on next week. Let's just put well, the, let's the discussion out there. Okay, well, this <laughs> goes the high pitch again. <laughs> oh no, you carry on. Sorry, I'm, I'm interrupting. No, no, you're right because I need to save it for next week. Yeah. So the discussion is. But one thing I will say is no, I won't. <laughs> should the <laughs> Navy? <laughs> should the Navy be? Uh, or is it right that the Navy is sponsoring our World Championship um, event? Event. Oh, I, I, mean, I think it's a good discussion. Mm. Okay, let's see what the people let's let's see what the, the people say. speak, John. That's right. The people speak. I just got to click on that again. <laughs> That's this week's discussion and news. Website of the week. So I can't have that low note either. Yeah. So I just seem to have more high note and no low note. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll let you away with it. Mm, so this right. week. Um, 
This just popped into my John, inbox. John, John just said, it's a pretty creepy website of the week. <laughs> it just came into my inbox. I was doing the show notes. So I thought, bang, we'll chuck it in there. Uh, okay, it, so it's it, for it, the dirty pervs out there, basically. It's, it's two websites, really, isn't it, John? Yeah. And one of them is, we'll start this one first because we don't look sexist. We're both the same website, just different threads. Okay, so one of them is... Ham. What do you mean, ham? It's ham. Ham. Hot athletic men. Hot athletic men. And this is on triscoop.com and their forums. And so they have... The hot men. And his links after seeing pictures of hot men. Oh, that guy's Ooh. pretty hot. Who's he? Looking so, so hot right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, no, oh, a couple of guys wearing one guy wearing a blue seventy uh, wetsuit. Another guy with, a, with guy with a, legs around his shoulders. And there's lots of just links off to websites. Now this is really interesting, actually, John, because if you think about it, the males one there's not many photos, is there? No. The males one's really, it's a bit of a discussion and there's a bit of Homer Simpson and some really tragic photos of guys. Mm. So let's go look at the female one, John. Yeah. Female one. Female one. There's a lot more photos. There's a lot more photos. A lot of females. So it's basically hot chicks and hot guys. Hams and... Okay, so I'm, I always find this interesting. I've got this hot chick and, and she's pretty hot. She's got long legs and she's not wearing much. And she's sitting on a bike, a Scott bike. And obviously someone's trying to sell a Scott bike with this hot chick. Does that make you want to buy Just, that bike more? Not at all. No, no, I don't really get that marketing, no. eh? No, it seems to work with cars and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, but know. they're a different demographic. We're intelligent, <laughs> yeah, John. That's right. you know, let's be honest, boy races. That's right. No, that, I mean, seriously, you're not going to go riding like that, are you? No. Although if you're riding... No, I'm not going to go there. And then they've got some yoga instructors. They got, see, that's a car girl. That's, that's, that's an interbike, I think, maybe. Oh, it is too. I thought yeah. it was... Oh. So, and Middle she is pretty hot. Yeah. And then, awesome. what's of girls showing your nipples off? That's what I don't get. You know, like. We <laughs> don't choose to do it. Well, I think you do, because what's happened is we've got this girl here, she's sitting on some kind of strange bike, and she's wearing one of those tops that's not. A singlet. Yeah, it's a singlet, and the nipples are pointing through. And, <laughs> and I, know, I, don't, I just don't get it. it it's, and the thing is, if you're a guy it's and a you can sh- stand next to her, yeah. what are you going to look at, John? Yeah, but so you're saying yeah, she guilty as charged, don't you? She should be wearing brows, that we say. Well, the thing is, and the thing is, and then girls get mad at us because they say, "Well, you look at my boobs." I'm saying, "Well, you're putting pointers out there to direct me at them, so you crap out." It could be cold, you know. It's, us guys get targeted, and it's not good enough. Girls wear bras. Okay, feminist spoken. <laughs> and boys, um, get some decent photos on these. Yeah, don't put don't put guys' bums in your face. Okay? That's right. It's just not so good enough. Mount guys from behind like that. <laughs> Wets, the wetsuit guy's about to do. So it's, it's uh, we'll put a link up He's there. He's looking pretty heavy about it, but it's yeah, got his tongue out like a oh. right. So it's triscoop.com, and we'll have a, a couple of links on there. There's a link to the ham, and there's a link to the girls. Computer's falling apart. What happened? Oh, this is some girl who's lost a lot of weight as well. Okay, um, what are we talking about here, John? We're going to go. Question. Oh, no, we must have an age group oh. of the week. Yeah, we do have an age group of the week. I'll put some music on. Got to go biking there, Bevan. Well, we've well, still got 40 minutes, we're sweet. Way Scrooge Brother. Apparently, this person earns a lot of money. Oh, it's just having a bit of a yawn. <laughs> Good old Alan Horse sent through this one. Uh, listen to your show today, and you see that Jamie Sinclair got a 2.5 hour personal best. Pretty kick ass. This year, Iron Man, now we always get this wrong, Louisville, isn't it? I did a, well, 
John, he's put his hand up. Just pause. You, what you're saying? Just, just pause. No, you're not liking it because you think just he's nominated pause. himself, isn't aren't you? I know he hasn't. No, because you, okay. you can't nominate yourself, can you, John? You can't nominate yourself. Yeah, and John was putting the pause up and saying, we're not going to do it, Pevin. Because in New Evil in 2000, this year, good old Alan did a 10.35 last year, 14.30. So he, he improved it by a lot. Nearly four hours, three hours, 40-ish. But anyway, and it comes from him, mm. I wish that I'd nominate Robert Adams for Lexington, Kentucky as Age Grouper of the Week at Cardinal Harbour Half Ironman Triathlon on July the 18th. He wrecked four miles. He wrecked it. He basically sounds like he had a bike crash four miles from the finish of the bike course. Wow. Ran with his cleats to T2 and then ran a 124.5 for a total time of 4.49. Then went to hospital to get his wrists put in casts as both they were both wrists. broken. Then six weeks later at Louisville, he went to in just under 10 hours. That is one... I'm, I'm not sure. That's probably bad mofo. Yeah. yeah. You don't say bad from a podcast. You're just not allowed to expand out what, it, what it's... Okay, what good. The, what well, we can do it. You know the good thing about podcasting, John? You can actually say whatever you want. Right, you've got to put tick, did you have to tick the explicit box? No, you don't. You don't? No, you just okay. you don't. I'm not going to do it because I'm, no. I'm a good man. And we're going to alienate listeners. Yeah, we're going to alienate We wouldn't want to do that. And so you're allowed to say Banff on a podcast and we just said yes. Yes. And yeah. so that was uh, Robert Adams. Okay, so back it up. So let's give Robert some bit of love here because you fall off the bike first of all four miles from the end. So that's, that's quite a distance to run in your cleats. Yeah. Would you run in your cleats, John, or would you take shoes off? I'd take my shoes off. I think I probably would too. Yeah, because yeah. cleats are uncomfortable. They are. You slip over. Yeah. Depending if there's a verge on, on the side there. Yeah. yeah. Probably would take them like off. You wouldn't be if, going yeah, fast. If you had socks on, definitely I'd take them off. Yep. Okay. So it's a, it's a solid effort to go off there. But I think the thing is, then to bounce back and then to do your next race. Oh, but wait a second. To complete the race with two broken wrists. That's very tough. Because that's going to hurt. Yeah. It's going to hurt a lot. It's going to hurt a, a lot. A little bit. A lot. So then to do that, and then it's got to throw your, your bloody Louisville out. That's right. And then to pull off a 10-hour, mm. bloody good effort. How did he do that when that was in July, and then Louisville must have been like... Six weeks later. Yeah. Because <laughs> he did say six weeks later. Nice. You're impressed with that, aren't you, John? I am. To go sub-10, I <laughs> wonder if that would have qualified him for Kona. Would have would have probably been pretty close. Yeah. And apparently won Kona. Apparently did. Yeah. The, the broken wrist division. <laughs> That's right, he took it out. Yeah. Okay, what's it? Robert Adams, you you're a age group of the week. week. Question. Oh, no, actually, Rachel Joyce. Rachel Joyce is up now. And she's a bloody brilliant person. As I was saying at the end of the interview, one thing that's really nice about Rachel is she smiles all the time, eh? Uh, and she's a real smiley character. Natasha Badman smile. Yeah, so. Or the Rachel Joyce smile. That may be a discussion of the week. Maybe because this week's a harsh week one. Next week, although you had a discussion, didn't you? Oh, yeah, but I'll flag that. Okay. We'll have Who's the Smiliest Triathlete? Some love. Gosh. I'm going to veto that one. <laughs> okay, here's Rachel Joyce. Okay, on the show today, we've Our got party buddy, party animal buddy, <laughs> the Joycenator. The Joycenator. I haven't partied to your party with the Joycenator. Rachel Joyce, who finished uh, sixth place, and well, finished seventh, got bumped up to sixth place in Kona. Um, welcome along to the show, Rachel. Hi, thanks for having me on the show. Do you, do you have a nickname or should we just go with the Joycenator? Um, well, that's actually what my sister calls me, uh, but <laughs> you can call me the Joycenator. what's your sister's name? Because we understand she listens to the show. Uh, she's a big fan, yeah, Katie. Katie Joyce. Hello, Katie. Hello, Katie. Okay, Rachel, <laughs> um, I mean, you're, you're of uh, British descent and um, so I guess all the guys and girls in the, in the triathlon circles over there know a lot about you. Um, <clears throat> 
you know, for everybody else around the world, and maybe just fill us in a little bit on your your background, sort of prior to getting into triathlon and, and when you got into triathlon. Um, yeah, sure. I was a swimmer by background. Um, kind of, I swam through school, um, kind of a national level. I kind of made finals, but never yeah. really kind of got much better than that. And then I um, took up triathlon in 2005 because I had got bored of swimming, really. Um, and I, I, a friend of mine pulled out of a half Ironman and I took her spot and uh, thought I'd give it a go. And I did pretty well. And um, after that, I kind of raced age group for a while and I qualified for the World 70.3 championships um in the first year in 2006 and kind of thought right I'll kind of really give that a go and I won my age group and I think I came 11th overall in that and um then I kind of was thinking well I was working as a solicitor um in London I thought well if I if I kind of kind of reduce my hours to three days a week I'll, I'll see how what I can do next. And, but then I was injured for two years, so I didn't actually race again till um, 2008. And um, I, I did UK 70.3 in June 2008 and I had a terrible race. Yeah. Um, uh, so then I actually did my first Ironman, th- this time last year, and did Florida nice. um, Ironman and uh, came, came fifth. So, nice. And I kind of progressed from there, really. I then did South Africa, no, yeah, South Africa, and I came third there. Then I did Lanzarote and came second, and okay. then I went to Hawaii. And um, so just in terms of your swimming background, I mean, just for guys that are maybe not so uh, swimmer-focused, what, what, what did you used to swim, and what sort of times did you used to do? Uh, I was a sprinter. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I did the 50 metres freestyle and the 100 metres freestyle, and I, I probably I think I did uh, kind of 28 flat for 53 and um 59 for the 100 um so it was it was okay it was nothing kind of groundbreaking it was all right what what, what do you think it is that um that so many swimmers can come into triathlon and kind of be successful what is it that swimming stools in you that makes you a good triathlete um i think the the discipline of having to you know I, I was at school and I was kind of getting up at five o'clock and swimming an hour and a half before before school and then another hour and a half after school. And uh, you have to be, I guess, that teaches you the discipline of training and you. everyone asks, you know, how do you swim? Just follow it, you know, it's yeah. really boring. You, I think you learn how to switch your brain off and you just mm. kind of do it. Um, and I think that's probably... Then when you get on a bike and you're actually seeing things and going places, that actually seems quite easy compared to uh, just swimming up and down a pool. <laughs> it's a bit of a scenery. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and maybe just talk us through those um, injuries because I, I looked through your, um, your background there and I saw that win at, at Clearwater and then, and then there wasn't really much for the following sort of year and a half. So, so what happened there and, and, and how did you deal with that and how did you get over whatever you had? Um. It was it was really a tough kind of two years because I'd kind of made this decision to take, you know, reduce my hours at work and thought, okay, let's let's go for it. And then um, I I got pretty fit just in time, kind of for the 2007 season. And then um, I herniated a disc in my back, nice. 
and I just had kind of real uh, sciatica, so kind of real pains in my legs for about uh, six months, I suppose. And then uh, I finally found quite a good surgeon who kind of sorted it out and it was almost instant. Then I was kind of uh, back to training. Um, So then that takes me to the beginning of 2008. And then um, I had a few, I think I was just trying to do too much. I was kind of really, I just really wanted to go for it. So I would kind of throw myself into training before I was probably really ready for it. So I kind of had a few, few niggles. Well, going into Kona, you know, you've obviously, you know, from 2008 onwards, you've kind of been progressing, you know, getting better and better and getting better places, really, you know, from your third in South Africa and your second in Lanzarote. Going into Kona, what were your expectations? You know, were you... Were you surprised with your day, or was that kind of what you were hoping for? Or, you know, what were you thinking going in? Um, I kind of, uh, I knew I'd been training really well kind of going going into it. Um, I think I kind of had a two-tiered uh, goal for going into it, and I thought if I got top 20, that would be good. Uh, but secretly, I really wanted top 10, because then people actually take notice of you. Um I, I didn't have, I mean, even though I came second in Lanzarote, I, I was beaten, you know, it was there was a 20-minute gap between me and yeah. um, Bella, yeah. who won it. So I kind of thought I would have to have a pretty good day in order to get yeah. top 10 because Bella had got seventh, I think, last year. Um, but I don't know, I just, I think I had, I had a good day and I was fitter, so it, I got my... A goal, I suppose. So, so talk us through your day. I mean, it looked, you know, if we talk through your splits here, you had a 53 swim, 510 on the bike, and a 323 run. Maybe just talk us through your day, and and, and especially because you're a first time in Kona, any things that sort of surprised you a little bit about the event? Um, the the swim start actually was it felt quite uh, civilized compared to some some Ironmans because there were only 200 of us starting and. Um, I just really enjoyed the swim. I kind of got into a nice group and um, it, it seemed to work well. So when I came out and I was, I saw 53, I thought, okay, that's, that's a good start to the day. And then um, I kind of went, got out onto the bike and um, I was told I was in, I think, fifth position. So I kind of did the out and back bit in town and I found that pretty hard work. I was and that's where Chrissy kind of came past me there, and I thought, oh my god, <laughs> she was gone. Um, but then I just, as soon as I got onto the Queen K, I just thought, okay, I, I'd done a few time trials in the UK over the summer, and I'd done a hundred mile time trial, and I thought, at least it's sunny here because it had been pretty rainy and miserable <laughs> in the time trial. So I just kind of rode how I felt and. I mean, in retrospect, I've kind of looked back on the race and thought when people went past me, maybe I, maybe I should have made more of an effort to stay with them. But I, um, I, I kind of wanted to make sure I could run okay at the end. And I, you know, I've seen people blow up in previous years on the run. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. So I just thought, okay, I'll get to Harvey and then I'll start pushing it a bit harder back and. Um, I just felt really good and I kind of got to the last 20 miles and I was still feeling really strong. So um, going into uh, to Kona, then I was like, 
wow, I'm actually in fourth place. <laughs> so I kind of uh, was feeling pretty excited. And then I thought, oh, I've, I've got a marathon to run. So <laughs> I kind of kept myself calm. And um, yeah, the run was, uh, I mean, the first 10 miles of the run are great. And, and then I hit Polani and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and I started walking, uh, which was a bit embarrassing because I think that's when uh, Marinda Carfrey <laughs> Kind of Flo- she would have flown past you, man. She was flying, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah, it was like she was doing a different distance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was tough going along the the Queen K, but I I'd really struggled with the heat in South Africa, and so I, I kind of was much better prepared nutritionally and how to kind of keep hydrated. So I think it all passed in a bit of a blur, and I just kept thinking to myself, "Wow, you're still in the top 10. Keep going, keep going, and I think that that just. Uh, I mean, I didn't do a blinding run, but it was it was enough. Kind of on the run, you know, you you came off fifth, was it? So you came off fifth, and obviously a few people passed you. Were you kind of stressing when they'd passed you, or did you just kind of think, no, just stick to my race? Um, I just uh, I, I kind of just stuck to my race. I feel at the moment it, with Ironman, I'm not at a place where I'm kind of really racing the run and. So even if someone passes me, I'm kind of sticking to what I know I can do. And hopefully that will change next year and I'll be able to kind of race it a bit more. But uh, I didn't let it phase me. I just thought, you know, I'm doing what I can do and, um, you know, hopefully that will be enough. So talk us through the finish line, you know, because you've obviously, it was probably a pretty amazing moment for you. Oh, yeah, I'd been uh, I'd been thinking about it for about the last four miles. So uh, I just was wanted to really lap it up and um yeah I just my mum and dad were on the finishing shoot so I was kind of high-fiving them and uh I think people must have thought I'd won it or something (laughs) (laughs) I was pretty happy I think you could say that (laughs) uh, we often get asked you know to ask pros what what they sort of fuel themselves with during the day I mean how how do you go about um fueling yourself and and did it work well for you on the day um yeah I use um I use science and sport gels, which I don't think they're, they're a UK-based company, and they, um, I think they're kind of highly involved with cycling. So what I did, I put kind of seven of their gels into a drinks bottle, and I just kind of pace that out during the bike. And then yeah. I've got a couple of caffeine gels, which I I take on the bike. Yeah. Um, and then moving on to the run, it's really kind of alternating, making sure I was drinking at all the aid stations and then having a gel kind of whenever yeah. I could <laughs> face yeah. one, yeah. really. So around, um, so you're around about 10 gels on the bike and, and then basically just fluids on top of that? Uh, probably eight eight or nine gels on the bike and then and fluids uh, and then probably four gels on the run. Nice. Okay. The, the triathlon seems to be a, a big sport in the UK. Well, it's, it's obviously not soccer, but you know, for a second-tier sport, it seems to be growing, growing really strength to strength. Have you actually noticed much more attention, or has open doors for you? You know, with your success in Kona since kind of um, possibly a a little bit, not not hugely. Um, I think uh, I've you know, hopefully, I'll get a bit more sponsorship next year, and that's kind of what I'm working on at the moment. Yep. But I, I would say that. Because, you know, we've obviously got Chrissy from the UK and yeah. that's yeah. really um, 
it's really helping to raise the profile of the sport. And this weekend, for instance, she won the sportswoman, the, the Sunday Time Sportswoman of the Year. And oh, really? I can't imagine a triathlete winning that. You know, it's normally it's ath- athletics or mm-hmm. uh, kind of much more mainstream sports. So I think, you know, between us, it's <laughs> and, and, and the success that kind of the short course girls and guys have had it's it's starting to to kind of hit the mainstream consciousness i suppose so for you is is triathlon still more of a sort of a a paid lifestyle rather than actually you know you're actually making proper money like if you were working as a full-time solicitor you know is it still at this stage just um a nice nice paid lifestyle uh it's definitely the the it's it's hopefully we'll break even more next year. I've definitely kind of, I was working this time last year full time to make sure I could, you know, save some money to, to, to be able to train and race full time kind of over 2009. Hopefully this year I won't have to work so much and I can, you know, it's a fantastic lifestyle and I. It, it uh, is crazy to think about it. It's crazy to think, you know, you're, you're a top 10 in, in the world in our sport and yeah. you know you've got to you got to work part-time to yeah it's a sad state of our sport <laughs> yeah. well ho- hopefully next year it'll change a bit <laughs> what was the difference between you you know financially between um getting seventh and then getting bumped up to sixth in terms of prize money how much extra did you get for that do you know um it's gross it was two and a half thousand dollars so yep. Um, it'll be a bit less than that when they. Okay, so let's, let's be honest here. Were you stoked when you got bumped up? <laughs> <laughs> I was quite happy. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, buy, go buy Rebecca Key to drink at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get one of these freebies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, so what, it's really... what are the plans Sorry. for two thousand and uh, two thousand and ten? Um, I'm still finalising exactly what races I'm going to do, but um. Obviously, Hawaii next October, and I'll do. I think I'll do one other, one other Ironman, um, and then there's this. Have you heard of the this? Seen the press uh, releases on the new Abu Dhabi race? Yeah, yeah, I've got my eye on that one as well, um, and some seventy point threes. I kind of want to get some speed back, and I haven't really raced a seventy point three for a long time, so. Why, why um, does the Abu Dhabi race appeal to you? Um, Money. Well, it's, <laughs> uh, that's one point. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're a deep person. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's quite, you know, it's completely different distances and the the swim and the bike legs really suit my strengths. And uh, it's a longer race, but the shorter run means it's not the equivalent of doing an Ironman. So you can... It's early season. You can kind of do that as a kind of a, a warm up, and then yeah, great. It's good, it's good to hear a pro thinking that you know because it'll be interesting. We'll talk about what kind of pros or how many pros will go, and uh, it's nice to see that it's going to attract some pretty good, a pretty good field. Yeah. And uh, tell us a bit about your sister because she's listening to the show. We like to we like to keep. Uh, so she races as well, does she? Oh, we've lost you. He bought a. Bu- oh, oh, no, can no, you hear yeah. me? Yep. Yep. No go. Yeah. Go. Uh, she she just started um, triathlon this year. She she bought a bike in April and then did a half Ironman in August. Nice. <laughs> and next year she's doing an Ironman. So, uh, so she's not on the John Newsom three year plan then. <laughs> no, she's not on the three year plan. 
<laughs> I, I got a sheepish call from her one Sunday morning saying, oh, I drank a bit too much. I think I've done something quite foolish. Uh, she'd, she'd entered Ironman Switzerland. Oh, but she was drunk. Nice. Yes, yeah. Nice. That's good commitment. Yes. That's good. Yeah. But she, she's getting the work in now. She's kind of every weekend, she's getting her long rides in. So. And not drinking so much, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's calmed down a bit now as well. So we always have uh, three questions we ask um, pro athletes uh, when, they're, when they're on the show. The first one's probably not so applicable for, well, no, it is applicable. Wax or shave? Shave. Shave. It's just a bit wrong when you ask a girl, but isn't it? (laughs) We've committed to it. We've got to do it. You can't help but think the worst. What's what's the other one? We do. um... What what would you do a marathon in? What do you think you do just a run marathon in? Fresh. Uh, I don't know. I did one in three hours like 10 years ago, so hopefully quite a lot quicker than that. What did you you, you ran uh, a 3.23 in. What, yeah. what are your run splits and your other Ironman races? Right. They're all about the same. So maybe two, 250. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, 250. Yeah. And what's the other one we do? Do you use uh, facial... Um, of course you will. Facial, <laughs> facial moisturiser. No, no, the better question is, do you think <laughs> men should use them? Uh I think they should. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, John. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks. You're a wise woman. That's what I like about you. Uh, <laughs> and a party animal. That's right. So, <laughs> if people want to find out more, whoa, I've lost my earphones. Yep. Um, if people want to find out more about Rachel, you can go to racheljoyce.me.uk and yep. she's got her blog and you can keep track of her. And there. we'll have a link to that on www.iamtalk.me this week. And what was the other thing oh, okay. I was going to say? Come on, Bevan, you say something. I've just got to go. Uh, okay, well, good luck for the rest of the year, mate. We really, it was nice meeting you. She, one thing about right. Rachel is she's, she's someone who's always got a smile on her face, isn't she? And we've got a, we've got a picture from the, the after party. That's uh, we'll be, put that on our website. It's going to be up this week. Okay. We'll email that through to you as well so you can have it on your website as well. So thanks uh, for your time tonight. And good luck for the rest of the year. Yeah, thanks very much. Sweet. Questions and answers. So I'm not sure what you want to do with this one, Bevan. It's, it's got a bit of, uh, bit of well, John. to it. Who's it? Wait a second, what's the one there? Oh, yep. Yeah. So the, the girl we talked about in um, Hawaii, who was the um, ch- oh, challenged athlete, that we who just remember killed, who was. killed the course and uh, just basically did like 11 hours or something like that, and she just killed it. She was a Dutch girl, Monique van der Voorstplein. And I'm just trying to see, whatever, maybe go to the her website which we will put a link up there she was a girl who just killed it in Kona and uh, she looks like she obviously raced at Beijing as well it just doesn't have anything on there well she's got the world marathon record one hour and twelve minutes that's pretty awesome I mean that's killing yourself eh? that is fast yeah that is fast so she's a machine and she's a girl who just killed it in Kona nice okay so for years really since the beginning of the show John has had a dream you have a dream don't you John you're a bit like Madeline of King. he has a dream and he's always wanted some form of cookbook. And f- miserably over the years, he's failed to try to get you guys to do it for him. I think we've done the discussion three times. Yeah. And it's to be to be your best, holy hammers, muffins are the best we've come up with, really, aren't mm-hmm. they? And and so, to John's glee, a few weeks ago, good old Thorsten, how does that one read? Yeah. yeah. Sent through an email. And John, are you happy? Yeah. He's basically gone through and translated uh, a German cookbook, which you can get on Amazon.com. And uh, it's basically 
a whole bunch of triathlete um, triathletes who have basically die triathlon coach triathlon coach 50 top athletes um, basically give their recipes and good translation because <laughs> the German it actually does say basically give the <laughs> yeah it does I have one sister and two brothers I, I, and I can count I know that's what you know uh, why do you know that we can't make a person's on Bahnhof bitte where is the train station please Nehmen Sie die Österstrasse links you take the first left what if they want to go right? The uh, rechts. Rechts. Oh, I, well. I do know right and left. <laughs> You're pretty sharp. Oh, you should be body. Surely gone. So sort of, how does our Surely gone. Surely gone. How does I love you? The Glebedick or whatever. Glebedick. Is that Jim or Dutch? Yeah, I don't know. No, no. <laughs> Dutch is big helping you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyway. Uh, so I what? Mean, is, do you know what? There's a lot of good German athletes because there's a big list here. Well, it's not I, just German. You've got Natasha Badman. Well, they're German-speaking athletes. Oh, um, Kraft. German. Yep, just throw us German. Funny this. <laughs> like Twishit? So I, I pretty much am familiar with just about all these names here, and I could tell you a brief history of every single one just about them. But... Okay, let's do it. There's <laughs> 400 names here. Well, let's do a few. So let's, let's... Okay, I'm going to say a name, and you've yeah. got to... Nicholas Spring. She is an ITU athlete. She's oh, in nice. Team BBB okay. and she's raced Thank at you. the Olympics. Uh, Norbert Dominic. See, I don't know a lot about him. I know the name, but I think he's a short course guy, but I'm not quite sure. Okay. Joelle Fritzman. She's a short course girl and uh, not too bad. Not a world beater, but not, but not bad. Uh, Marcus Fratt. Marcus Fratt. Oh, yeah. Marcus Fratt. <laughs> of course. Uh, Rito Hug. Rito Hug. He's won short course um, World Cup races, raced a couple of Olympics. I think he's been a medalist at world championship level. Sebastian Dermer? Don't know. Mm. Yeah, you kept me there. Okay, I'll give you one easy one. Norman Sadler. Norman Sadler, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot on there. I mean, uh, are we going to mention any of these recipes? So, the Farrell Sultan recipe is pasta with tomato and tuna sauce. Sven Rieder, who finished third in Beijing Olympics behind our two Kiwis. Yep. Pasta uh, Nicoletta. Oh, he's not German, is he? He was he Spanish, Swiss. He? Oh, he's Swiss. Swiss, but he's uh, probably German-speaking. Rito Hug, um, Swiss Alper. So basically, they've got pasta recipes, veggies recipes, fish and meat, eggs, cakes and cookies. If you can speak German, go on Amazon, and um, and you can find it on there, and it looks like a bloody good book. Well, the problem is, they need to translate you're gonna, it. You're going to put all those on, just put, on, put them somewhere? No, because that page is too, is too big. Okay. But you've got Amazon. But the thing is, uh, it is, is actually a pity it's not in English, because you would get it, wouldn't you, John? Yeah. yeah, I would. Yeah. So there's your next job, Tor- Torsten. Um, you, <laughs> you, managed, translate the whole book. You, tra- you translate the recipes, which is fantastic, um, but we need all the recipes translated and we'll put them up on Athlinks for, for the world to see. Even if you just do a couple for us. Just a couple. Just scan, just scan them in. Scan them in. Okay, sponsors. Am I ready? I'll put up Athlinks. One thing, we talked to Troy last week from Athlinks and I was listening to the show the other day, and uh, so they're a lot faster, which is actually not Troy. Website, it's called Athlinks. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And you got to spell Athlinks right uh, as well. No, no hell in there. Yeah. There we go. Athlinks.com. Zootcom. So just come up lightning fast. Uh, if you haven't got your club already involved in this, get onto it um, and add your club and just get everybody involved because we're going to start using it for our Canterbury Tri Club because it's just an easy way to 
track your results versus other club members is just a great way of doing it easy for doing things awards and things like that remember they're having the run the runs in England they check out their website close to the time but they've basically got run they've got 80,000 members now so I think the big number is 100,000 isn't it yeah so if you aren't on it already join up now to help them get to 100,000 and also tell your friends remember when you actually join up if you're already on it you know forward it to your mates so they can actually get involved as well and then you can actually oh here we go Richard Swan that's an interesting looking picture he looks like an alcoholic doesn't he yes he, he, he is, is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can check out what your mates are doing on there you can see their results you can give them a bit of crap it's all fun and games it's just a great way to keep track of everything you're doing in the sport and go to Richard Swan who's a fast runner did a 2.14 in the Christchurch half 1.14 oh 1.14 sorry it's not a very fast run 2.14 yeah um, so beautiful work nice check it out because it's bloody brilliant nice you can check your photos out on there see who his friends are coffees he's good friends of Clyde Clyde Good old Andrew. Andrew from Athletics. And Phil. For Phil and oh. He's done the old stole the photo off the website site trick. Oh, Phil, you naughty boy. Do you do that? Well, not when it's got a big logo through there. If you can edit it out somehow, I, I have. Because you could probably just cut that out and it would have been no, all right. The thing, the thing what you do is if you don't. Here we go, talk about the tricks. So the secret is, um, with that one, you probably can't, but with some, if you save the web page, because you know when you click on them, then the logo comes up. Yep. If you save the web page somewhere on your website and then you go in and there's actually a folder with all the images in there. Oh. Couple, they're only small images, they're sort of thumbnails, but they're, they're reasonably useful. Oh. Who's Phil's friend? Who's that? Who's oh, Coach John Newsom. That's right. Knee. Yeah. Oh, look at you. You're coming. You, you passed some gill in that part of the race. Look at that. She's behind you. That was a challenge, Monica. Thank you very much. Oh, well, that was a good day, wasn't it? It was a good day. That's your best performance ever, really, isn't it? It wasn't my best ever, but it was a reasonable Best I am in performance, wouldn't you? Like, Probably, I know you did yeah. better and wrote, but. To get no, that was you know, that was a better performance than wrote. Oh, wrote was that was a better performance. Challenge Wanaka. So why were you passing some gill? Because it was a two lap run. Oh, okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay, so uh, coffees of Hawaii. So Albert put on a promotion a few months ago, uh, well before Kona, basically the free shipping around the world, and he just said it, it went through the roof because of us, not because of any other advertising he does, just no, because of us, because and of we'll us. take the credit. And so what he's done is he said, bugger it, we're doing it again, yep. and so. Tighter shipping costs spend more than $50 at standard US shipping rates and you get free, for a limited time only, shipping internationally or anywhere in the world. So mm. it's a no-brainer. And and I know I always talk about this, but Christmas Presents. is coming up. Right. And you want to get this in now so you get it in early enough for Christmas. So go on their website, start shopping from the front page. So what they've done, they made it really clear this time and they've obviously gone on the beach and written it down, which I thought yeah. was quite, quite yeah. cool. And then click on Start Shopping Now. Look at what you want to buy. Okay, well, I want to buy some island blends. Buy that. Okay, I'll get a Hawaii island style, and I'll get a whole grain grind and um, some other grind as well. Add to cart, and then add to cart. Check out. Next thing you know, Bob's a millionaire. That's $51, Bevan. Exactly. Put in your code, put in your country, and Bob's your uncle. Nice. And remember, you can still use your discount code IMTALK. Um, on there, but obviously you've got to, still got to be about a total amount has got to be above fifty dollars, and you get free shipping. Yep, nice. So we um, like free shipping. Shit, so you save ten bucks. Yeah. So you actually need to spend a little bit more to get back up to fifty bucks, but you actually get more product by using your code. Twenty percent of uh, yeah, fifty-one dollars is ten dollars. It, it really isn't a break. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's actually fifty-one. It's ten point two. So that's so honestly, guys. Time for presents, especially for males, because you know how how hard it is to buy for males. Nice coffee, and Porno recommends the vanilla, and so do I. So beautiful. And also get your gift card as well. Yeah. 
Trybuys.com. We have a new feature called Spin the Crank. Customers have a chance to win prizes from companies such as TYR, uh, Fluid, Louis Garneau, Garmin, TriSwim, as well as coupons for discounts on their orders. All they have to do is put in their a friend's email address, Spin the Crank, and you can win a prize. Now, obviously, they're trying to bring on their database, but the good thing is you get to win. And it's a good prize. And we have had a lot of um, listeners when they did the last competition with Athlinks. You know, we had a lot oh, of listeners, won. wasn't it? Gary, um, Gary Fegan, he took it. Hey, and Fegan hasn't um, con- contributed to the discussion of the week last week. Oh, he's dropped the ball. He has dropped the ball. Do you know what I reckon's happened? His wife must be at the duff. Because uh, yeah. that's what happens, though, when you get at the duff, you yeah. forget stuff, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So... What, what did you forget about last week? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. And so trybuys.com, spin that crank, get on there, get your prizes. And you also, do shopping. Yeah, if you want to do any shopping, just make it your first stop. Check out what they've got. Remember, you've got the free shipping, anything over 500 US internationally. If you're looking at a bike and stuff, especially the US dollar is still pretty bad at the oh, moment, it's isn't pretty, it? It's still bad. Yeah, so, you know, if you're anywhere outside of the States, look to buy, man. You've got to get a bargain. Mm. You know, so time to buy. Trybuys.com. Donate to the show. Yeah. Oh, you've got written there too. Uh, bike jerseys I picked up yesterday. Um, they got sent to the wrong bloody address. So um, no. I got picked them up yesterday and they'll be going in the post either today or tomorrow. So Great. guys out there, if you ordered a long sleeve bike jersey, they're getting shipped and they'll, depending on where you live, they'll take sort of between five to ten days to get to you. Lovely work. Um, anything else we need to talk about? No, we're going bike riding now. John and I, I started my training yesterday, John, went for a yeah, run. Nice. I've, I'm doing Wanaka, it's yeah, on, like Donkey okay. Kong. Yeah, right, nice. Just about entered, which is a good thing. Just about entered. Just about entered. Well, that's the big commitment, isn't it? Yeah. Mainly, I didn't really enjoy my run yesterday. Right. But it's okay, because I'm not that fit. Right. So I'm spending two weeks just getting the body ready. Okay. So I'm not going to be doing the old school when I used to smash everyone on this ride. Right. I always we'll be see. sitting at the back and... We'll see. I haven't got, got it, John. We've got, we got 25 minutes to go. No, you haven't, because that's 10 minutes fast. Okay, I've got to get home, got to get some breakfast. Yeah. Kiss the wife, kiss the baby, get out the door. You know what? And what about Thomas? Yeah, and Thomas as well. Okay. I'll just give him a high five. Hey, hey, see hey. you later. Okay, John, I want your life story. What have you been up to? Uh, we, we had the Chris McAteer Memorial Triathlon at the weekend, so we opened, oh. op- we opened up the season with an informal race at Corsia Bay each week, so a sprint triathlon, and uh, so we did that on Saturday. How many people turned up for that? Oh, we had probably good 30, 30 to 40, I'd say. So informal, so you don't have to do any of the crap? No, it's just like swim around that boat, that boat, yeah. down, turn around there, run around there, and... Um, there was apparently a little bit of illegal riding there by a couple of the youngsters. Do you want to name names? Shame them. Shame them. Shame well, them. I, I didn't... I, no, Shame in, them, in, John. In their defence, I didn't state in the race briefing that it was a non, non-drafting race, and apparently they were sucking a little bit of wheel. So Ross and Harrison, you know who you are. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to name names, but Ross, you're a disgrace. Other than that, it's basically uh, hanging out with the family and working, and uh, there's not much else going on at the moment. I've managed to break my pool pump. Oh, no, how'd you do that? I'm not sure. Because they are cheap. I think, well, no, I've got, but I've got the connections, you see. I've got the connections. Somebody in the tri- it comes alive. The, the Tri Club, um, uh, one of the ladies on the committee, they own a pool company. Oh. So I get, I get the, the hookups there. But it's still, um, hopefully it's not an expensive error. Because the pool was just about ready to swim. It was up to 19 degrees. Wait a second, it was an error. What'd you do? No. I, I, What'd you do, John? Come on. Some cleaning malfunctions, I think. What'd you do? Take it apart and not remember how to put it back together? No, no. I just I'm, I don't think I followed the procedures correctly. Uh, you ever seen that movie RV that was on TV? It was, it was a pretty bad... I heard movie. it was really bad, actually. It was, it was Tom, really bad. No, Ron Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really it was bad. But it was just on the other night and um, we were just sitting there feeding Felicity and stuff and... Uh, Linda says, this would be just like what you were on holiday. You just didn't read instructions, just shut <laughs> things on. And Are you like that you don't read instructions? Yeah, I'm 
distractions. Because you know, hey, you know better. Mm. You, you, you designed the product. Exactly. And hey, if it breaks, it's not your fault. Yeah, so. Other than that, I uh, managed about 10 hours training last week, which is about average. And uh, Epic Camp is going to be interesting at this stage. Really? You're a little bit worried, aren't you? I'm a little concerned. Mm. Got a bike fit yesterday just to make sure everything's okay. And it was, it was okay. Most of it was okay. Do you know what Joe did for me, John? What did she do? She must me? be in love. Do you know why? Oh. She bought me a rose. Okay. Yeah, she could have come around to our place and we've got rose bush everywhere. She could have gone well, for free. I'll come around and get one of those. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> she bought me a chocolate rose. Right. Yeah. You mm. should buy one for Belinda. I should do. Yeah, I'll get you one. Okay. You pay me back. Yeah. I'll give you one bucks. of our roses from our bush. <laughs> what a trade. Yeah. Uh, what have I been up to, John? I've been... Had a big aerobics weekend again. I'm a little bit over aerobics for the year now. So my year's finished up, which is kind of cool. I... Um, what, so you're not working anymore? Well... Just not, classes? Yeah, just classes. Yeah, oh, like one thing I've started, right. Bevan's Monthly Challenge. Right. So if you're in Christchurch, and you've and, and this is free, it's totally free for anyone who wants to do it. Yeah. Every month, I've started on a website, I'll put a link to it on www.imtalk.me, and just got to sign up for the newsletter on there. It's free, I'm not going to spam you, nothing like that. Every month, I'm going to have a monthly challenge, and it'll be free to anybody in the whole city to come along and participate in. This month, it's going to be how many press-ups can you do in an hour? Right. So you, you don't have to do them continuously. <laughs> Challenge you to do continuously for an hour. Well, no, because one time we had I did a thousand and forty three minutes. Yeah. And so the world record's about five thousand. Really? Yeah. There's a guy in the UK. I'm sure a lot of the listeners have heard from the UK who's got like a billion Guinness Book of Records. And he, yeah, he, yeah he's a, and they reckon the world record for in a minute is two hundred, but they say it's hard to judge because they're too fast. Yeah. But um, anyway, um, so every month. I'm just going to have a different challenge. So this month there'll be a thousand press ups. Next month it may be whatever. And I'm going to let, if you join up to the newsletter, I'll let you know where and when, and you, you can bring anyone along. It's just about getting people involved and having a bit of a social aspect. So there'll always be a place to go and have a few drinks afterwards. And uh, so if you want a challenge, if you know anyone in Christchurch, challenge. monthly challenge. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then this weekend I got a wedding. No, oh, it's show weekend. It's race day today in Christchurch. Oh, race, yeah. did you, have you been to race day? I, I, I usually go to Rickland <laughs> on Saturday, so not. I usually go to that one. Not this year because you've got kids, eh? No. Yeah. Yeah. We go to the show this year and we look at tractors and <laughs> diggers and stuff. But the show's cool because they have those guys who chop the wood. Mm. Those guys are good. No, I do like that. The show's a rip-off, but isn't it? Because they charge like 20 bucks to get in. More than that, I think. Do you know what I did oh. one year? Jump, jump the fence. <laughs> no, not even better, John. So they had the exit. Yeah. And so what me and my mate did is we walked in backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't notice. And they didn't notice and we got in. Nice. So that was a good strategy. Now nice. walking backwards. Try that with Thomas. Try, try, just kind of stroll back to the. To, in, yeah, yeah. Facing the right direction. Yeah. I'll save you fifty bucks, mate. Nice. Anyway, it's uh, this week's show. It's time to go riding. Time to go riding back on the bike, John. Hold the memories. Bit of, bit of confrontation out there. Really? Is it, is it aggressive? Yeah. Oh, really? I've got to set some 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 rules for you before we start. John's John's Tuesday challenge for Bevan. Oh really? But uh, I'm, this is my first ride it's back. Okay. It's okay. Iron Russ. If I, if I smash you today, will you be heartbroken? <laughs> I could be. I'll, I'll blame the bikes here. <laughs> okay, good. Iron Russ. I mean, no. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. I won't smash you. <laughs>